Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Good to have you back. It's Monday. It's Anzac Day, uh, lest we forget. Uh, for all you people out there in armed forces, even if you're not in Australia or New Zealand, for remembering about, um, yeah, thanks. It's the it's a job that doesn't really get much reward, uh, doesn't get much pats on the back. Um, so this is your one day of the year for us Australians and New Zealand guys uh, to remember. I think my grandfather was fought in a war. I didn't get to meet him. I was too young, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, I've been I've had the luck and the joy of on my baseball trips to Europe. I've been to Gallipoli and Ypres and a few other places and it's a very somber feeling of, uh, I guess, gratitude to those people that did sacrifice their lives to, I guess, give us a chance to be able to do stuff like this and come and see you guys. It wouldn't happen without a lot of those sacrifices in the last 100 years or last 200 years. All the wars have been fought for the right reasons, so... It's not something we wish on anyone to have to go to those places and do those things, but unfortunately there's a lot of bad people and someone's got to protect us. It doesn't, unfortunately, bad people don't leave good people alone. They uh, have a tendency to do nasty things. So yeah, big shout out to all those, for all those that have family that have passed in the armed forces, thank you for your sacrifice. Uh, it's a huge thing, so yeah, look, huge day. It uh, means a lot to a lot of people today. It's a lot of gratitude for, on my behalf, being Australian, in this lucky country um, where the Japanese attacked Darwin. Uh, we haven't really had anything else, anyone else ever try to invade us. Probably because it's too darn hot, especially up the top. But, um, yeah, we've been pretty lucky, and we've got some great armed forces personnel. I've got some great friends and uh, family that work in the forces, so that's great, and I do appreciate everything they do. So... Lest we forget, um, yeah, a day sort of to remember the sacrifices that are nece necessary to keep us all in the life we're accustomed to. So it's a huge, huge thing. So thank you guys and ladies, whoever you may be, wherever you are, even if you're not in, Sydney, even in Australia, America, Europe, if you've been in the armed forces, thanks for your efforts to keep the world a better place. Because that's what we want. We want to be all happy and smiling and out there shooting photography uh, and not shooting each other with guns. And it's those people that let us be able to have that opportunity. So thank you. Now, Barra Classic. I've uh, been away, obviously, for a week uh, at the Barra Classic. I started off, it was just too busy. I tried to do things, but we were there was fish in the river. We did pretty well. Uh, Brother-in-law Jolie had an awesome, awesome trip, come runner-up angler. Uh, for the tournament, which was amazing. Uh, it was awesome to see him catch fish at that rate. He was just, he had one day where every time he threw a lure in the water, he got a barra, so, and a legal barra. So, really, really good. So, very, very much fun. Let me turn down my music. Um, very much fun, but just long days and I don't have the GoPro anymore, so that normally just sat on my chest and it was easy to punch it. I'm using the iPhone and I sort of I thought I could be able to do it. I've got some footage here and there. Uh, I'm probably going to just do one video with all it in and get some photos of the fish and stuff to chuck up on the channel. Once I've finished up the south, uh, south coast, 
uh, 15, 16 videos. We're up to, I think, five or six. So I've still got a lot of time in between. So I work out a plan on how I'm going to do it. Um, I did get out and see some, got some Astro shots. I've had a quick gander at them. They're really good. So I'm pretty happy I can make at least one or two amazing photos. I could have realistically gone out there every night and shot. It was the clearest I've ever seen the Milky Way. It was just ridiculously, literally you could look up and just see the whole cloud, that dust formation, the whole the whole body of it. And I think even my iPhone, I'll try and chuck them in to show you how clear it was because I took the handheld with a photo of the iPhone 12 Pro and I can actually see the Milky Way in there. So hopefully I can, once I can get into post, I took it on raw so I could get in the post and see if I can clean it up to show you how, A, how clear it was and how good the iPhone's become because there's no way you could ever do that anywhere else. So one of those beautiful spots, just a super dark site, uh, no light and after midnight, all the camp lights are off and everything's off. So I've got a photo looking up the beautiful Daly River and the Milky Way coming across that. So it's look, it, fingers crossed that come, they'll come up really good. Um, I know the stuff on the RP, I had the, what lens did I use? I think I went the Sigma 18 to 35 on that one. Yeah, I did. Sigma 18 to 35, so that's the F1.8. So yeah, captured everything. That's art series lens. It's an amazing lens. So very, very happy how they turned out. And I'll probably, instead of doing the five days of videos, I didn't have enough footage and I didn't, it was basically, I literally, oh, sorry, left hand <laughs> like this. Uh, trawling or wheel flicking, um, just didn't have a chance. Was really cool. Got a big cool change coming before, um, and then it got. But in the daytimes was hot. It was around the mid mid to high thirties, um, and a couple of days was sort of pretty high humidity. So I was just cooking hot. Um, so I couldn't really leave camera gear out in the boat either. That was the other issue I had. Was you know leave my good camera out in the gunnel to grab out to take a photo and I had to put it away in a box because uh, we have rods and all the reels and lures and everywhere something I could do and it would just cooked in the sun so I just couldn't do it unfortunately so I think day two I decided just look I'm here to fish I'm just going to fish and whatever I can and can't get we'll just go from there and make something up so um, it was a really nice break for me it was good just switched off I uh, said no daily show, no no tech. Didn't have to upload anything. I just took photos on the phone with the fish and stuff. Um, so cool. That was pretty cool. And yeah, just just had a good time. It, uh, it was great. As I said, great catching up with some friends that I only get to see once a year at the fishing tournament. That was pretty cool and great to be able to get a calabara. I think I got about four fish in for the week. Um, it was, my biggest was a 50, a 63, I think. So I was pretty happy with that. So there's a lot of people that didn't get a fish. So I'm one of the lucky ones. And look, anytime you're catching a fish, they're amazing fish to catch. If you do want to come fishing and you're into fishing, come to Darwin, go barra fishing. Uh, they have the million dollar fish from October to March, I think it is. Yeah, October to March. Or might be September to March. Uh, so you, if you catch one of those fish, you could win a million dollars So or $10,000 for some other fish. So there's definitely some great things that come to the Territory. There's not just the beautiful national parks. The fishing is insane. There's Arnhem, Arnhem Lodge. There's all these Barramundi Lodges over in the Aboriginal lands that are amazing. 
there's so much to do, but barramundi are fantastic and live caught saltwater barramundi are the best there is. So a lot different to the uh, lake ones from what I hear. And something I want to confirm because I'm taking the rod back with me uh, and my Calcutta DC. And I try and do some lake stuff over in Queensland now that I'm there. Beautiful. Uh, other news on the front, finally got a house. So we've got a house. So I've got a base to set myself up in Queensland and go from. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, family and I are stoked about that. A new beginning of a new adventure, a new journey for us. Uh, it's been a long six months from oh, five months, I guess, from basically January or December when we put the house up in Perth, selling that, selling the other, moving, traveling, coming, going, just, yeah. And then poor my dad, uh, yeah, poor old dad passed away. So there's been a lot happening in the last five months and sort of this is the sort of end of that little period. I've got to get go back home on Wednesday. We'll be flying back to Brizzy and then sort of, Got a couple of weeks to get back to switch off and get back into normal programming before I go back to work and back to work, back to normal, back to standard operating procedures. Anyway, that's enough for me, I think. I think that's all I've got on the notes. Um, yes, that's, I think I've covered everything on those sites. Had a few notes there. It's been a, been a week, so a little bit I wanted to chat about. So, yeah, pretty cool. Again, fishing was awesome. Uh, had a ball. Now, Sam, on the tech side, I got a chance to catch up. Uh, I talked about the Apple event last because it's probably the biggest one that's happened. We've got the Samsung one coming up on the 28th, so that's Wednesday when I fly out. I'll probably do a morning show. I don't leave till the afternoon. And by the time, once I get to the airport, I don't land till like 7 o'clock at night in Brizzy and I've got a three-hour drive. So I'm not going to get to 10. So I'll try and do a Wednesday show for that and get that done and dusted. I don't know if I'll hit the Samsung timeline, so if I can get you that info, so it might be Thursday for that stuff. But uh, Canon side, there's a couple of little more trickles for that R3 for some specs. Um, talk, they're talking about not only head and eye tracking um, on the current models that they've got out, there's also a new feature, torso tracking. So I guess for dancing, <laughs> I'm not sure. But uh, torso, it's it's gonna be just super fast autofocus, I guess. Uh, sounds like it's predominantly for sports photographers, uh, runners, uh, baseball players, high-speed moves, so they can get that lock onto that person's body and get really nice, accurate, crisp photos for their company. So <clears throat> definitely on the pro side, uh, that sounds good. We've got hair, we've got eye, now we've got, a we've got animal, now we've got torso, so the AF tracking is just getting crazy awesome good on Canon and Sony's side, so that, that should help out. Um, and also a new high-speed high-speed file transfer app is uh, going to be in the R3 and the 1DX Mark III will also gain this feature. Some new app where they can transfer the files from your camera straight to your iPhone app or Android app uh, at super high speed. I'm not sure how that's worked. I'm assuming it's going to be like a um, airdrop that you have on the Apple, something similar sort of technology. Um, that's pretty cool if you don't have to take those SD cards out and you can just dump them straight onto your phone while you're shooting and then just keep shooting and then dump them on your phone and then offload them and then share them straight off your phone to your laptop. Um, that's not a bad feature. I think that would be quite handy. So we're getting little dips and daps each sort of week it looks like for that R3 and then until June or whenever they're going to release it, which is, I think is the sort of rumor time, 
Um, it's probably going to get little bits more each week, and I'll keep you up to date as I find out. Now, Samyang, uh, that second Astro lens has been released, obviously, while I've been away. Uh, autofocus 12mm f.2e, it's called. Um, now, problem is, it's only Sony E mount. I've no idea why. Uh, it's only APS-C. Again, obviously done done it for to make it small and light. Um, that's fantastic. But the, the M50 range of cameras, those M mount ones for Canon, there's a lot of uses there that could be. I'm hopeful Sam Yang will do an even adapt or a different version that'll cover at least the M mouse and the Canon, and maybe a few other ones, Fuji and stuff like that. So currently, it's only going to be. It's not coming out till June. Um, it's weather sealed. Uh, no, they're saying no distortion. 12 mil is a very wide lens. Uh, no distortion. It's got all the special features specifically for astrophotography, as they talked about with the other lens, the 15. Um, the 12 is would be ideal. I'd love a 12 mil on this. They do do a full frame EF 12 mil lens. Obviously, it's not a specific astro one. Um, this would be ideal if they did this in a full frame as well for the RF. Uh, that would be something I'd definitely look at. Um, 18 meter, oh, 18 millimeter equivalent on the Sony. So it goes from 12, basically it's gonna give you 18 mil. That's still fairly decent. Um, I think the that's that's not bad. It's probably not ideal. I've got that in 35 full frame, so it really doesn't, it's no worth changing to that. Uh, if we get a 12 mil full frame version, that would be deluxe. So hopefully we get some RF stuff Soon, it seems to be on the second hand or the not the not the original equipment, uh, not the OEMs, but the, the other guys that make the bits and pieces for cameras. For some reason the RF mount is either tricky or they haven't got the licensing rights. I don't want to pay the license. I'm not sure what's happening. It's very hard to get second or different companies RF lenses. It's very tricky. I'm not sure. Maybe it's the formulas or whatever. Something's going on there because this is yet another manufacturer that's just ignoring that whole RF mount range, which is really, really weird. So a bit strange, disappointing, and hopefully that changes. Uh, $400 US. So that's a, probably about the five to $600 mark. So that's, that's a good price. I'd, as I said, I'd be happy if I could get that at a full frame on an RF mount, somewhere around the six dollars $700 Australian. That's probably, I could definitely go with that, especially in autofocus. That would be pretty darn cool. Pretty darn light. Obviously, it's an APS-C lens, so it should be uh, 213 grams. So weather seal, it's got all the good gear in it. Uh, it's really well made. It's one of their premium lenses, but it's still not too bad in weight-wise. So yeah, APS-C, that's probably a little heavy, I guess, but uh, generally, that should be pretty good. Now, let's do Apple. Well, I'll start with the, the little stuff. Air tags. Um, Look, uh, the mob that brought them out first, they were a Kickstarter campaign. I can't remember the brand name of them. I got some. I used it and I put it on my, I put it on my, uh, in my sleeve of my laptop. So if it ever got stolen, I might be able to track it down. 12 months went by, then the battery goes flat. Um, that was the end of it. Didn't, didn't buy anymore because I never used it. I never lost it. I don't lose my keys. I don't know how people lose your keys. Uh, yeah. The only thing I've ever sort of lost was my phone, which has had five my iPhone, so it's when my laptop and I found it. So it's weird. I don't 
I think it's more, it's definitely, for me, it's a gimmick of, as I said, I've used the one that came out originally. I can't, can't remember the name of them. Um, and look, it was fine to have and it worked, but unless you uh, have got some sort of memory disorder where you lose stuff constantly, it's really only so you can, it's like having a, just a, a brand name handbag. It's just there so you can show that you're, got money to spend I guess it really I'm, anyway I'm not I'm not keen on it uh, if you are looking for something if you lose stuff all the time I guess it's going to be useful to you but these aren't cheap they're 45 bucks each um, for a little epoxy tag that could then you've got to buy the key fob that it sits into if you want to have it on your key ring um, it's round so it's not yeah it's a little bit weird anyway you can buy four for 150 and yeah, you can get, can get them engraved. No different colors, which is weird too. You think you'd want them in different colors if they're gonna be, if you wanna put them on your suitcases as tags and stuff like that, that would be sort of good. But then I guess you put them on there, people are just gonna steal them and throw them away, so it doesn't really work. So anyway, that's the air tags. I've never was really interested, as I said, I was an early adopter of the, the other guys when they brought it out. It, they never really took off. I think they are still around and, and still doing okay, but it didn't really go bang like it did for them, which I thought it might have. Um, I can't see it going that well for Apple. It's just a, yeah, it's a $50 uh, keychain, I guess, pretty much, which is pretty expensive. Now, iPad Pro, there's a new iPad Pro. That looks pretty cool. First iPad with mini LED tech. This is the stepping stone to micro. Micro is the one we want. Mini's good, but it's it's no micro. Micro, I, I think I said before, mini, I believe, like the mini disc was, if you're old bass like me, we went from where the CDs and then they brought, Sony brought out the mini disc, which was a square, looked like a floppy disc. Basically hard disc, this, it was a lot better quality, smaller, uh, more reliable, just never took off. It was too expensive, the tech, uh, just didn't take off. And we kept going with DVDs until we got to Blu-rays and now no one uses discs, except for a couple of people I know. <laughs> but so there's defunct completely. So, and I think that's similar to this. Mini LED is great, but it's not micro. Micro is the one where you're gonna be able to have something better than OLED tech. Uh, mini LED is definitely not an OLED tech Quality. This is going to be really good. It's a lot. You'll get 2,500 dimming zones in it. Uh, the colors are really good, but it's, it's a step. But iPads generally, I think it's going to be another three or four years anyway before that micro becomes in. Um, so that's probably, you're probably going to get your value out of it uh, for the iPad. Now, the I looked at the 12.9 inch. That's the one that's got it. I think the 11 inch doesn't have the mini LEDs. That's still using the old retina, liquid retina displays. So I went, looked at that one. Now it's $3,300 with the iPad Pro. I went to the top of the Wazza, two terabyte of storage. iPads really, if you're not doing a heap of emails or, or typing, um, you just want a basic computer for internet and doing your emails and stuff like that, uh, then our iPad's perfect for most people nowadays as a computer. Um, so 3,300 sounds a lot for an iPad, but if it's your computer and you're getting rid of a laptop and you don't really do much on it, uh, this is probably an ideal spot to go and you're going to have something that's super fast quality 
and very good. Now it's got the M1 chip in it. It's the eight core, eight GPU version. So that's gonna be really, really powerful. It's 5G compatible, um, 1600 nits of brightness. Those mini LEDs really pump it out there. Standard's about a thousand, so super bright, super clear. Um, Thunderbolt now, no more lightning ports, so it's fantastic, thank God. Uh, so it's full Thunderbolt, so that's at the 40 meg uh, second. Uh, when you're uploading or downloading or do your, or your syncing and stuff, when you're backing it up to your computer, so that's really, really good. Um, yeah, look, just need a little, it is a little expensive. That is the biggest, 12, it's basically like a 13-inch laptop price, and you're basically getting a 13-inch laptop without a keyboard, and that's realistically what it is. That mini LED tech is pretty cool. Great to see them swap over. I'm assuming in the next 12 months, the rest of the range will swap to mini LED as well. So that will come. Right, now to the big one, the big one of the show, the new iMac. And look, I think we, we talked about it getting skinnier and skinnier. Uh, it was gonna be a, that sort of squarish sort of shape, but didn't it look really good? Uh, the stand, very reminiscent of that $1,000 US one they did for the Pro Series, but aluminium, seven different colors, 11.5 uh, mil. So basically it's probably just a little thicker than an iPad uh, Pro. So just ridiculously good looking computer. Uh, for a desktop, yeah, that's pretty awesome. And the prices on them are pretty darn good too. Now look, it's got the M1 chip. There's no M1X, but it's got the chip. This You get two different options on this. You can get a eight core, six GPU core, or you can get eight core, eight GPU core. A little bit more granting the of, top of the range. Uh, 24 inch display, 24 inch, beautiful. It's 4.5K retina screen. It's obviously not mini LED. I think that'll come. Definitely that'll be coming. Uh, probably next year, I think they just wanted to get this out and get it in there, and I think they'll sell these really well. They have kept the price down a bit too, so that's cool. Uh, 16 gigabyte of memory, uh, touch ID, two terabyte, up to two terabyte storage, so that's fantastic. Uh, webcam, I've got to say it, I'm sure everyone else has said it anyway in the last week, I haven't had a chance to go over views. A 1080 webcam, what the? Now it goes on about, all. Oh, it's got the iPhone, photo technology, it's still a 1080 webcam for a Nur. Needs to be 4K. I don't care what you have to do, Apple, surely you can fit a 4K camera in as a webcam. It's pretty crazy. Now, 1080 is HD and that's fine, but um, it's like if you're doing live calls and stuff to people, you want it crystal clear, 4K should be standard. Hopefully next year but it should have been next year, five years ago. It's been 1080 for 10 years, so it's a long way off. Um, 1900 bucks starting price to 2500, so cheaper than an iPad Pro. So if you, again, an option here, if you're on the go and you need a computer, the iPad is perfect, that's what it's all about, travel, moving, going. If you're at home and you just need a computer to do stuff at home for you, the kids or whatever, this is gonna be fantastic. You can get in the door and get the latest iMac at nineteen hundred bucks Australian. That's that's awesome, uh, and then two and a half for the top of the was with two terabyte. That's pretty insane. Peak brightness is only five hundred nits. Uh, that's a little bit down. Obviously, the iPad you see that sixteen hundred with a standard thousand. So 
about a third of peak brightness. So look, that's I think this is an, probably an old screen technology. They had to reduce to keep those prices down and get it in out there. I think you'll see some options. Uh, I think you'll see a pro iMac version with mini LED coming out. So that'll be the first one that gets in mini LED. You'll get upgrades there in that respect. Uh, you might get some other stuff, uh, some better webcams or a 4K webcam in a, in a pro version. Um, other than that, it's got a MagSafe Thunderbolt cord. So it's a round type now. It's a round cord, color-coded to match your computer. Uh, clicks into the back and it's obviously magnets like our old laptops were, like they always used to be. Uh, well, they're finally smart enough to bring it back. Uh, a round cord, so it's a whole new ball game in that regards. I'm assuming we're gonna see that round port go into everything else. Maybe not the laptops, because they need to keep it skinny. A little interesting, you got two different types of setups. It'd be good if you could have one cord that go to both. That would be pretty cool. Maybe there's an adapter you can buy. Uh, headphone jack in there, Wi-Fi 6. Uh, Bluetooth only 5.0, not 5.2, which is the current version. That's pretty disappointing. Uh, I know with my, even my 16-inch MacBook, Bluetooth is constantly cuts out when I'm headphones. It'll chop and change. It's a pain in the butt. The Bluetooth, we definitely need to get Bluetooth fixed. So they should have at least put the newest in there. Again, maybe this is a cost cutting. They've chopped it down. They just wanted to get them in out. And then they're going to start adding the features in. But Bluetooth 5 is at least 10 years old. And 5.2 has been out for at least a couple of years that I know of. So I'm not no guru, but that should have definitely been a good one. Uh, Six-peak uh, sound, so heaps of quality audio in there. Apple's always done great sound, so very, very cool. Other than that, look, they look fantastic. I think they're going to sell a packet of them at 1900 bucks to 2500 for a two-terabyte system. That is pretty darn good. Buying a high-speed SSD two-terabyte thing is going to set you back up to like six to 800 bucks, if not a 1000 so, and then you get everything else, an M1 chip and all the other stuff on top of it. That's a pretty bloody good deal in a package that looks amazing and I'm sure it's going to look great in anyone's home. Pick your colour. You can buy keyboards in the same colour. You can get very Apple, very well done, uh, very well thought through. And look, I think they'll do, as I said, I think that is going to do super well. The iMac is back and uh, well done, Apple. It looks, looks really, really good iPad Pro looks fantastic as well. It just keeps consolidating the fact that it's the number one tablet there is on the market without a doubt, and it's gonna take something special to beat them. They really have that niche uh, in the back pocket, you could say. That's about it, radio. I better get going. You've probably fallen asleep by now. Um, I will see you all again tomorrow. Thanks for coming back uh, for Monday. Uh, again, lest we forget, uh, Anzac Day, have a buy a digger a beer if you're near one if not if you're stuck at home have a nice day just spend a minute of your time today and just have a little bit of silence and reflect on how lucky we are to be here alive and yeah not getting shot by someone that's always nice radio thanks to all those armed personnel wherever you are in the world for everything you do to keep us safe no matter where you live what you do it i'm sure your local people, as well as I do, appreciate everything you do for us. Okay, Dake, I'll see you tomorrow, or whether you're coming this way, that way, I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace.